ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فأما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان 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 اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad Kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Once again the Muslim world is reeling from the grief and anger of the attacks on our beloved messenger of Allah our beloved prophet the beloved of Allah and the beloved of the muslims wherever they might be muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam the last and final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after whom there is none other this is not the first time it happened and i can safely say that this will not be the last Why is he being attacked? Did he harm anybody? Did he transgress anybody's rights? Did he insult or attack anybody first? What did he do? His crime within courts is that he invited all mankind to success in this world and the next. He introduced Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alamin, our creator, sustainer, protector, maintainer. to whom is our return on the day of judgment he introduced allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to all of mankind and invited all of mankind to worship none other than him because only allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worthy of worship he invited all mankind to jannatul firdaus to live there in eternal bliss and happiness is that a crime is it a crime to want the best for people which brings us to the first and most important matter concerning all attacks on rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to understand that they are all political with only one objective and that is to provoke muslims to behave in violent ways and use that to malign islams and muslims and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam even more may allah have mercy on us we never fail to disappoint It's like fishing. The fisherman baits the hook to feed himself, not to feed the fish. 
He is not doing it as a kindness for the hungry miskin fish. He is doing it because he is hungry. And he hopes that the fish will rise to his bait and swallow the hook so that he can kill the fish and have a nice trout dinner. I can't say about every fish, but I can say about us Muslims that we never disappoint our fishermen. We rise to the bait and we swallow it hook, line and sinker. This stupidity must stop. I thought therefore to speak to you today about this very painful but important matter as a follow-up on my last khutbah about the right of Rasulullah that he should be helped in his mission. So how must we respond to someone attempting, note the word, attempting to defame Rasulullah Please note the words I am saying. I am not saying defaming Rasulullah I am saying attempting to defame. And the reason I am saying this is to remind myself and you to reflect on how anyone can defame the one about whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Malikul Quddus Al-Ahadu Samadu Al-Ladhi Lam Yalid Wa Lam Yulad Wa Lam Yakul Lahu Kufwan Ahad Rabbul Arshil Kareem Al-Malakul Haq Al-Malikul Haq Rabbul Arshil Kareem La Ilaha Illa Hu Al-Khaliq Wal-Malik Wal-Hakim Wal-Raziq Maliki Yawmiddin Al-Hayyul Qayyum when he said, which means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends his salat, his blessings, his mercy on the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and also his angels make dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless and forgive him. O you who believe, hukam, send your salat, make dua and blessings on Rasulullah sallallahu and you should greet him with salam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator, sustainer, protector of all that exists, to whom is our return on the day of judgment, said this about Rasulullah and ordered all believers to send salat and salam on him, then what does it matter what anyone else says or does not say? The reality of the matter is that every Muslim with even an iota of iman, even a, you know, an atom of iman, sends salam on Rasulullah and says sallallahu alayhi wa when they hear or say his name. This is ingrained in us. And that is why in Farsi we have this proverb, Ba Khuda Diwana Bashad Ba Muhammad Hoshiar. Which means that with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, maybe you can take liberties, but with Rasulullah be careful. We are those who believed in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in Rasulullah We know his speech to be completely truthful. We know that he received the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recited it to us and taught us how to obey it by demonstrating that in his own life. I remind you that we are those about whom Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu said that Rasulullah said, I wish I could meet my brothers. The Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, are we not your brothers? 
He replied, you are my sahaba. But my brothers, and in this case always means, is, this is not gender specific, so brothers and sisters. He said, my brothers are those who have faith in me, although they never saw me. And this is a hadith in Musnad Ahmad. We are among those about whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِيًا يُنَادِي لِلْإِمَانِ أَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ In Surah Al-Alimunah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, our Rabb, verily we have heard the call of the one, that is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, calling to the faith saying, Amanu wi Rabbikum. Believe in your Rabb and we believe. Fa'amanna. Our, our Rabb, forgive our sins and remove them, remit our evil deeds and make us die in a state of righteousness along with the Abrar. Whenever I read this ayah, I always make dua and I say, Oh our Rabb, the Sahaba heard the caller, the beautiful voice of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They physically heard him and believed him and obeyed. But we believed and obeyed without hearing his voice directly. So have mercy on us even more. And forgive us. Because we love your Rasul more than we love ourselves and our families. I ask Allah to be the shaheed for this, to be the witness for this, for each and every one of you, and for myself, that we love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam more than we love ourselves, and more than we love our own families. The next question, therefore, is: Should Muslims protest when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is attacked? They ask this question. Some people say Muslims should not get angry when Rasulullah is attacked. They must remain calm. To me, that is like saying, I will stab you, but you must not bleed. Eh? I will stab you, but you must not bleed. It really is as stupid as that. The only one who will not bleed is somebody who is dead. You can stab a dead body, nothing will happen. But if the person is alive... No matter how weak or sick they may be, if you stab them, they will bleed. Therefore, if anyone attacks Rasulullah every Muslim will be angry. No matter how strong or weak he or she may be spiritually, and no matter how they may practice or not practice Islam, they will be angry. If I don't get angry, it means that my heart is dead. The problem, however, is not with what we feel, but what we do with that feeling. To feel angry is natural. To express anger is a choice. How to express anger is a choice. And there's a difference between us and a fish. We can choose to swallow the bait or realize that it is a bait and not rise to it. It is not the bait and hook that catches the fish. It is what the fish does with the bait and hook. Let us show, let us show the world that we are more intelligent than a fish. Don't react. 
Notice, I'm not saying don't get angry. That's not in your control. If you have Iman, you will get angry. If you don't get angry, you have no Iman. You will get angry. What is your choice is how to express this anger. And I am saying to you and reminding myself, do not express it. Don't react. Choose your response. And don't play into the hands of the aggressor. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليبا كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters as I said it is our choice what you want to what we want to do with these provocations I remind you of myself that there are two kinds of people those who deliberately try to provoke Muslims by attacking Rasulullah <clears throat> These people are not ignorant about the Prophet <clears throat> They know him. They are provocateurs. They want to provoke you into doing negative things which they will then use to malign Islam further. Don't help them to succeed. They cannot succeed without your help. Don't help them. They want to provoke you to do negative things. Don't show them your hearts. Their hearts are in the hands of shaitan and they are, they are his toys. But such people are a minuscule minority though they make a lot of noise because they have access to media and they have political support. They are not our focus. Ignore them. Don't answer them. Don't talk to them. Don't debate with them. Give them the importance that you give to garbage. Because they are garbage. They crave attention. Deny it to them. Ignoring them will infuriate and frustrate them. And that's good. Our focus should be the majority of non-Muslims who have suddenly been presented with Islam and Muslims in part thanks to the efforts of these provocateurs. People are curious about Islam. They are curious about Rasulullah People have questions about the Sharia. They have questions about Islamic culture and what Islam, Islam says about contemporary issues. These people are reasonable, they are willing to listen and they are open to change. If we can reach them, the provocateurs will fail because their own constituents will reject them. That must be our goal. Show the neutral majority the truth about Islam for which we must study our own religion and confidently practice it. The best way to counter Islamophobia is the way Rasulullah did, by living Islam. Islam spread by the winning of hearts. When Rasulullah came to Medina, they asked him what his message was. In a beautiful hadith narrated by Abdullah bin Salam, the man who was the rabbi of the Banu Nadir. His father was their rabbi, the grandfather was their rabbi, one of the biggest rabbis of the Jewish people of Medina. He became Muslim. And his name is Abdullah bin Salam. Anhu. 
He said that when Rasulullah came to Medina and he had not accepted Islam by then, he just heard this and he went to see. He said when he came to Medina, people were, were shouting and they were rejoicing. They said, the messenger of Allah has come, the messenger of Allah has come, the messenger of Allah has come. Abdullah bin Salam says, I came with the people to see him and when I saw his face clearly, I knew that his face was not the face of a liar. Abdullah bin Salam, among other things, was also trained to read faces. This was a skill. Imam Shafi went to learn this skill. To read faces. Abdullah bin Salam was an expert. He said, when I saw the face of Muhammad sallallahu I knew this was not the face of a liar. He says, the first thing I heard him say was, Oh people, spread salam, spread security, spread peace, greet people, then feed people. Uphold the ties of kinship, of relationship and pray during the night when people are sleeping and you will enter Jannah with Salam. Personal piety and helping others. This is the formula of success in Islam and in the world. Anyone who does this will be successful. Whether they are Muslim or not. Personal piety which means a moral, ethical, moral life. And helping others. Anyone who does that will be successful. Anyone who does it to please Allah, meaning with Iman, will also get Jannah. I remind myself and you that the best way to combat and counter false propaganda against Rasulullah is to show people who he was and what he taught. Show them, not just talk about it. Not lectures on seerah, but demonstrate the seerah by living it. By emulating Rasulullah in every aspect of our lives. In how we look, in how we walk, in how we talk, in how we deal with, with others. Demonstrate our love for him وسلم, by emulating him and making him our icon, our role model. Do it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that his life وسلم, is the best example for us to be successful in this world and the next. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in this surah al-Ahzab, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Which means indeed, in the messenger of, of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you have a good example, you have the best example to follow for the one who hopes to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah hopes to meet Allah and hopes for the last day and remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a great deal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told those who claim to love him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to love him, jalla jalaluhu, to emulate Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to imitate Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to make him their role model. And as a reward for that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would love that person. Allah said, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Which means in Surah Al-Imran, Say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa if you really love Allah, then emulate me. Follow the Quran and Sunnah. Do what I did. Talk like me, walk like me, deal like me. And Allah will love you and forgive your sins. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is oft forgiving, most merciful. I remind myself and you, let us reflect on what it means to become the beloved of Allah. Put yourself in that position and say, Allah loves me. Now I raise my hands in dua. What will happen? Allah will change the world for you. It doesn't matter what the rule is. Allah will do it for you because you are asking. 
That is what it means to become the beloved of Allah. This is no mystery. There's no secret. How do I become the beloved of Allah? By becoming like Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam. My brothers and sisters, in the end, it is only Allah and only Allah who will change or who can change our condition from what it is to a state of peace and harmony and prosperity and grace. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us how that will happen. There are conditions that we must fulfill. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحِيَّنَّهُ حَيَاطًا طَيِّبَةً وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whoever does righteousness, whoever does good deeds, whether male or female, while he or she is a true believer in Islam, verily to that person, to him, we will give a good life in this world with respect, contentment and lawful provision. And we, uh, and we shall pay them certainly a reward in proportion to the best of what they used to do. You know what that means? It means that in my whole life, I would have done a million things. Out of those million things, there is one single thing which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved. Then Allah will reward me for all the million things equal to the reward of that one, one thing which you liked. Huh? What is justice? Justice is you do good, 100% good, you get 100% reward. You do, you do something 50%, you get 50%. No. Here Allah is saying that He will reward you in keeping with the best of your deeds. To whom? The one who does good deeds with Iman. Faith and good deeds. Piety and helping people. Same formula. That is what will change our state in this life. As well as give us Jannah in the next. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promises are all true. All His promises are true. But they are conditional. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَيَسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ لَيَسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَمَا اسْتَخْلَفَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَلَيُمَكِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ دِينَهُمُ الَّذِي ارْتَضَى لَهُمْ وَلَيُبَدِّلَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ خَوْفِهِمْ أَمْنًا يَعْبُدُونَنِي لَا يُشْرِكُونَ بِي شَيْئًا وَمَنْ كَفَرَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah has promised those among you who believe and who, and who do righteous deeds that He, Jalla Jalaluhu, will certainly grant them succession in the earth. He, he will make them the rulers in this earth as He granted it to those before them and that He will grant them the authority to practice their religion in peace that which he has chosen for them, which is Islam. And he will surely give them in exchange security after their fear, provided they, the believers, worship me and do not associate anything with me. But whosoever disbelieved after this, they are the fasiqun, they are the rebellious people. My brothers and sisters, in, in conclusion, we have the winning formula. It is to win the hearts of people. Imam Az-Zuhri said, Islam spread the fastest, after Fatah Makkah, because for the first time, non-Muslims could see the lives of ordinary Muslims up close. It is as simple as that. We must make our lives, our speech, our actions, 
and above all our dealings such that people would prefer to deal with us more than anyone else. The way to fight Islamophobia is to give people, our neighbors, our colleagues, friends, strangers, we encounter anyone on the street, a taste of Islam. Give them a comparison. Give them a counter-argument to what the Islamophobes are telling them. Let us become people they can trust because we are the followers of As-Sadiqul Amin. A picture is worth a thousand words, they say. An experience is worth a million, I say. Let the provocateurs and the Islamophobes say whatever they want. Let us show people the face of Muhammad wasallam through our faces, his manners through our manners, his dealings through our dealings. That is the most powerful and life-changing and it is more powerful and life-changing than any protest, any debate or any agitation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam to be obeyed and emulated. Let us do both so that we can invoke the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which will change the world insha'Allah. Rabbana faghfir lana dhunubana wa kaffiranna sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'al abrar. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر عداء الدين اللهم شتر شملهم ودمر ديارهم ومزق جمعهم اللهم انصر من نسر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسبي وسلم اللهم مغزل مغزل من خزل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسبي وسلم ولا تجعلنا معهم ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي آخرتها سنت وقنا عذاب النار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عذو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيم السلام